Shall we begin? Let's begin now. All right, folks, welcome to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. I am your host, Francisco. Today, we have another guest on the show. He is a artist. He goes by the name Jack Burton. And if a lot of folks were 80s kids, you would know that it's from one of the best underrated movies oh ever, God. Big Trouble in Little China. So, folks, I would like to introduce the Jack Burton. How are we doing today, Jack? Yo, blessed by the best. Um, never stress. You know what I mean? Like, life is great. Life is good. So, tell me, Jack, what are your some of your inspirations for what you do right now when it comes to hip-hop? My biggest inspiration is the art of creativity, mm-hmm. just mastering being creative in your own space. You know what I mean? Being able to express yourself in a manner where, like, a lot of people can resonate with. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like you were saying earlier how, like, there's there's a certain fan base for all different types of, even hip-hop. You know what I mean? So... For me to resonate with a lot of people that could relate to the music that I put out there, just the vibe, the energy, the sound, it's like, you know, it <laughs> it makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, I just love to create when I can. So what at age did you pick up the pen and decide, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to express myself when it comes to my music. Well, uh, the age of 13, that's when I first started, like, writing a lot of rhymes, and then I had a karaoke machine, and I just started, like, recording some songs that I did off of, like, you know, different instrumentals, like uh, Most Def, Tali, Kwali instrumental. That was, like, the first joint that I recorded that I remember, and I was just like, man. Then I kept kept doing it, kept doing it. Then I met up with other cats that was doing the same thing, and we all was just recording on the karaoke machine, and Next thing you know, I'm doing rap battles. I'm in I'm in rap battles. I was actually in a movie. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's called Hip Hop for Life. Um, directed by David Velo Stewart. Um, we actually um was working on an album too with me, um, my cousin in New York. He go by Radius, and my other brother, uh, Drastic. We came out with a uh, Mach Three. That was our that was our group at the time, and. I mean, the rest took off from there. So you from NY? Well, actually, I uh, was originally born in Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia, and I traveled a lot. You know, okay. Pops was in the Coast Guard, so, you know, I lived in California, New Mexico, you know, a little bit of D.C. So, so you got inspired by a whole different kind of hip-hop genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, what I used to hear, like a box of crayons, you know, you just got different colors, you know what I mean? You just all about picking your favorite, you know, and just So what style influenced you the most right now? Like what style of rap do you do? Because right now you have drill, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have um you have a lot of different styles right now that are not relative to how it used to be. So what type of particular style do you have right now? Are you more a lyricist or you're more about just the beat, you know, to a song and add a couple of lyrics and that's it? I'm more of a lyricist, I consider myself. Um, some people would say when they hear me, they compare me to AZ, a little bit of J. Cole, Tali, you know, in that 
arena, so to speak. So I definitely consider myself like more of a lyricist. But I do have songs where, you know, I could entertain not the drill, so to speak, but just kind of like that Drake kind of so sound. You could adapt, essentially, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, tend, I, I like to allow myself to be a little bit more versatile as far as the beats that I choose. Yeah. But I'm still maintaining me. You know what I mean? Not going along with the whole wave. Everybody else going along with it. You know what I mean? Right. So growing up, so so obviously your name is you know from the from the '80s movie. Yeah, yeah. But growing yeah. up, like what was the artist that inspired you the most to be who you are? Oh man. Um, believe it or not, I grew up most on West Coast music. Like I grew up on a lot of like N.W.A., Too Short, a little bit of D. Nice. Then I grew up on uh, Outkast. Um, and then as I got older, then I started like branching out of it. When once I started like watching Rap City and stuff like that, yeah. and then there were just certain artists that really started gravitating. Bro, you said Rap City. Yes. Wow. You feel me? Before the wow. basement, it was just Rap City with it Joe Claire. Then it was Big Led, then Tigger. You bro. feel me? I'm old school, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? That so took me all the way back. Right. Bro. So So you remember the box too. Remember the box? Course. We used to call in and have to of pay to course. get your music, man. Of a lot of these course. cats don't know, man. We used to no. be in the we used to be hanging out in the basement mm-hmm. and just have the box on. Everybody yeah. just be kicking in. Everybody yeah. just be sitting there, just listening to music, vibing, yeah. man. Yeah, you know I mean, it, it, you know, we, it's a it was a different time. Right, you know I mean? right. Music, music has changed a lot to the point where I really don't like a lot of the stuff that's out. They'll come up with a dope beat, but it's not yeah. even their beat. They're buying their beat from somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or the, and sense. then it's just, to me, the music is not what it used to be. And a lot of mm-hmm. these artists don't care anymore. No. Because you know? it's about making money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like you were saying before, it just became like a nine to five, like a regular job now. It's like, where's the creativity? Where's the fun? You know what I'm saying? Whereas when you first started, it was like, you weren't even thinking about money. You weren't thinking about none of that. It's like, man, I just enjoy just expressing myself, creating dope beats, spitting, freestyle, all of that. Nah, it's like I just think it's been so ca- uh, so commercialized right now. The yeah. music now you hear rap songs and commercials that they're they're taking and they're you know making mm. it fun mm-hmm. now in these commercials now and it's 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 pretty sad how hip hop has turned right now. Yeah, you know you got a lot of these dudes is just promoting you know s- s- lean and you know what I'm saying <laughs> Percocets and, and all this stuff. <laughs> And half these guys aren't even doing the drugs that they're talking about doing. Right, right. But a lot of them are. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. You can are. tell. Like yeah, you, the interview, you can tell. They just want to keep up with the Joneses and mm-hmm. you know these kids. These kids that are coming out don't care anything about the history of hip hop and the struggles that these these hip hop artists had to try mm-hmm. to get out there. Mm-hmm. Like if I was to tell a kid, if I was to say Sugar Hill Gang, somebody gonna these kids today gonna look at me like who's that? Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And then, you know, there's a whole backstory even with that. Even though Sugar Hill Gang was known for the hippie, the hippie, yeah, the hippie, yeah, the yeah, ha-ha, yeah. but a lot of people don't know that um, Grandmaster Cass is responsible for penning that song. Yeah. He wrote the lyrics, and they just heard it, took it, and made it their own. So that's really Grandmaster Cass's song. A lot of people don't know. Well, yeah. They popularized that song. So what yeah. they did is they cap, and this is goes on today. People capitalize other people's stuff. Yes, you know yes. I mean? They did it in the fifties too. Yeah. You had a lot of black True. artists that came out with 
phenomenal music yes. and what these white artists would do, these record companies yes. would take that music and mm-hmm. give it to the white person to, to sing it Man. to make it you know higher on the charts. Bro. Um, you had a lot of cats that sued and won yes. because of that. So I'm they, so glad. No royalties, things that they didn't, you know, they should have got that they didn't get. Right. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing now. You got cat. Look at uh, uh, Tracy Chapman. She just sued Nicki Minaj and won because Nicki sampled. I know that. Yeah, Nicki sampled one of her um, songs and never paid her for it. Oh. Wow. And then everybody so got on. And this is and this is what kills me about people. People are sheep. People are sheep when it comes to certain. All of Nikki's fans came out and was trying to go after Tracy Chapman. I looked at these people like, you guys are out of your mind. Mm. Nicki Minaj can't hold a candle to Tracy Chapman when it comes to music. You know what I mean? Can't but everybody came out going, oh, well, she's, she shouldn't have sued her. She, she was lucky that Nicki used her music. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> like, <laughs> what y'all talking the about? The wiring is off, man. Because, But look, look at the generation we live in. You know what I'm saying? They don't take the time to understand... The history. Yeah. You know what I mean? How everything progressed to now. All they know is the now. Right. They don't know what built up to the now. So they're going to, of course, look at it blindsided, one-sided, ignorant to the fact that, dang, there was a, a artist that originated this sound and this person just made it hot. And now we just see, well, Nicki Minaj was the one that started so... If someone is mad that they took her song or she took her song or whatever the case is, she just a hater and all of this. Like, man, it's, y'all have no idea. Like, there's a root to everything. So and right now, when it comes to your music, do you have uh, any new music out? Do you have an LP out? Or are you working on anything right now? Yes. Actually, I have an EP out titled Self-Awaited. Okay. Um, Produced by Burner and Sam Goody two phenomenal producers here from Cleveland. Um, They came together. Man, like, that's like my first EP ever solo by myself that I ever put out. It's on stream. It's on all streaming platforms. Um, It's on Bandcamp. You know, I'm actually a part of a a group called Primal Rage with uh, Doc Remedy and Hella and among other artists. So, that's pretty much like what I have going on right now as so, far as musically. So your work is solo or is just all group? Well, it's solo, but I've also did a lot of features with, with you know, other artists from um, Primal Rage and outside of that. Like, I was actually in another big group before Primal Rage called Rulership. And this was back in the early 2000s where... um. It was me, this uh, this white cat by the name of Bumps, who's a phenomenal gospel rapper now. Um, we was in a group called The Others. Mm-hmm. And then there was another group called State of Mind, which my cousin at NY was a part of. And it was just a big camp. We didn't perform that Peabody's, like, all over. They even won, like... And they still got Peabody's here, man? You know what? I... Think so, but they're not doing anything like they used to do okay. back then. You know, what I remember mean? people so, used to have everything, man. They used to yeah, have rock concerts, rap concerts, yes, everything back in the day. Yeah, you know? yeah, they I, had all of that. A lot of people don't understand the history that Cleveland has when it comes to music. There's a reason the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is here mm-hmm. in this city. I don't think Cleveland gets enough credit for the artists that it produces out of here. Right. Um, you know, 
it's just there's so many talented people here, man. It just um, I just interviewed a cat last week, mm-hmm. um, Honesty Blade. Uh, we just had a conversation, man. This, this yeah. cat is talented. Have, have you worked with him in the past before? Honesty Blade? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Haven't I? Like, <laughs> like, me and him, like, we on the same frequency, man. Like, when you put me and him on the record, like, <laughs> all you got to do when you get a chance, go check out Quotable Funk. You'll see what I'm talking about. Is that on Quotable YouTube right Funk. now? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. Quotable Funk. Quotable funk. Check okay. that out, and then you'll yeah, see. For sure. You'll see. You'll see what I'm talking about. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, do you have anything lined up for yourself? I know with the pandemic, things have been tough to yeah. get out there to get yourself out there and get seen and get in, you know do shows. But are you trying to work on anything virtually now? Are you trying to have any virtual shows? Like, are you on IG uh, right now? Do you do live? Like, do you go IG live and you know do a music session? Because I know a lot of artists that go on there, they'll have a music session live and they'll you know they'll do a couple songs. So they can get their voice heard. Are you on something like that right now? Do you do something like that? Not as of right now, but in 2019, like I was doing a lot of like Facebook Live freestyles. I did some IG stuff. I actually was even doing stuff on this app called Rap Chat. Oh, okay. I think that's a uh, Charlie Clips's app um, that he started. Where like there's a whole bunch of artists online. Like they have a whole bunch of instrumentals that you can just like pretty much pick. And you can just record on there and just send it out there and then people oh. comment on it. Yeah, so I I got some stuff on that. But that was, like, like I said, that was like two years ago. So I so where you are now, What like what's the the biggest streaming service that you use right now to promote yourself? You know what, I'm going to be honest. Like I haven't really been promoting like I should. You know what I mean? I kind of stepped back just because, you know, personal yeah. reasons and life. And, you know what I mean? Took me in a kind of a different direction. So now I'm slowly but surely like getting back into it now. Well, sometimes life will smack you in the face. Man. Oh my God. Like I still <laughs> feel the hand like on both cheeks. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sometimes it'll smack in your face. Sometimes we got to make a comeback, man. It's like me right. in January. I got diagnosed with COVID, man. It was pretty oh, bad. Wow. Yeah. So wow. I was hospitalized as well. Um, and it made, wow. it put life in its perspective. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, definitely. you know, I was doing this before I got COVID, but okay. me, Getting COVID mm-hmm. made me kick this into overdrive and want to nice. want to build this as a brand and, okay. and make it something. And, you know, it takes time for for anything. Absolutely, but there's no shame in coming back and building yourself back up because you can always come back Facts. stronger than what you Facts. were last time. Facts, and especially if you have a passion for the business and you have a passion for for the music industry, man. Man, sky's the limit, man. You just oh, got to yeah. go out there. You don't have to be mainstream for people to love your music. You understand what I'm saying? I, yeah, I definitely get that. I definitely get that. I mean, you got a lot of artists out now, like Tech Nine, who comes to mind, independent artists. You know what I mean? And the fact that he even went mainstream in his own right, just off his grind alone. Underground, like, yeah. He's underground. underground. Yeah. yeah, underground, but yet, like, a lot of people are Tech Nine fans. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of artists like going that independent route, man. It's just the freedom of being able to have your own creative direction and control over how you want to put your music out. But as believe, believe it or not, though, these cats, I know a lot of people don't like them, but these cats, they're, <laughs> on, they're still underground, but these cats have such a big following. The Juggalos, uh, ICP, Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. Dude, like, I, I don't... I personally don't listen to their music. Me neither. <laughs> I, I got a friend of mine though. He's a he's a used juggalo. Like yeah, he loves yeah. ICP. Yeah. But they're 
they they built their following on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they're out true. of Detroit. But it's it's if you can build that following, man, yes. and you can bring you can bring something different. See, they mm. brought something different. Tech Nine brought something different. Yes. You got yes. these artists that can bring something different, different, bring something different to the game. Right. And you can build that following. Right. So for you right now, style wise, um, are you adapting to anything that's going on now or are you still staying true to yourself as an artist and the work that you're doing right now? I would say more staying true to myself, but I adapt a little bit. I guess it just depends on the vibe, the beat, but overall, I'm still going to stay true to myself and what I know. And like, actually, I'm more in the direction of just getting out of the whole wave of bars, so to speak, mm-hmm. like, I don't have to talk about like how dope I am and lyrically I'll do, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been there and done that, you know, I proved myself already in that arena. You know what I mean? I was, like I said, being in rap battles. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the event that they have every year at Columbus. Um, the, uh, oh my God, I think it's, I don't know if it's the, is that or is it the, um, What's the other one in the in Columbus? I think it's a Scribble Jam, but it's some it's something else. Scribble Fest or something like that. Anyway, they bring all these artists together to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I think it's called. Oh my God, I think it's called Scribble Fest. I think it is. And they have different events. They they have like areas where you can perform. They got b boys. They got graffiti artists. They got a whole bunch of stuff going on. And then they had this um, challenge called Spit Your Best 16. I was on that. I won. Um, and got a lot of noise just off of that. So in my mind, it's like, you know what? I can obviously spit a 16 that's going to wow a lot of people. So I don't really don't have anything to prove. That's what I feel like so so do you enjoy freestyle though? Is it something that you can like off the top of your head? Yeah. You do very well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I am a little rusty because I haven't done it in so long, but once I get in that grove, like, you know. So when when we talk freestyle, to me, I, I and I know you guys have had the heard of him. Uh, he's mm. one of the best freestyle artists ever. And a lot of cats don't get his dude enough credit. <sighs> Blind Fury. Have you ever heard of Blind Fury before? <laughs> yeah, Blind Fury. He nice. <laughs> he nice, but I'm going to keep it 100. Far as freestyle-wise, I don't think anybody can hold a candle to Juice. Really? I don't think so. Juice is, like, my favorite freestyler. Like, I didn't seen. I swear, I seen a random battle on YouTube somebody posted. It was, like, lost in the archives between him and Supernatural. And when I tell you, like, the level of, like, are you serious that I was on? The fact that Juice got robbed by Supernatural in a battle. This guy Juice is so raw that people thought that he came in that battle with written stuff. Wow. That's how potent his freestyle is. He destroyed Supernat. Yeah, I'm putting it out there. He destroyed Supernat. Juice got robbed. He got robbed in that battle. Like, he literally killed him, and yet Supernatural run. One. 
Now, don't take now. Don't get me wrong. Supernatural. He's definitely like a charismatic freestyler. He's a performer. He's an entertainer. He know how to. He know how to entertain the crowd. But when it come to actual freestyling and just bars, battle, all of that, man, juice hands down. So you're a child. You're a child of history when it comes to hip hop, correct? Yes. So, top five artists all time for you right now. Oh man, <sighs> all time. Um. Ooh. Off the so top of your many, head, they ain't got to be in any, any order. In any order. Uh, I'd put Nas up there. Um, I'd put, of course, Rakim up there. Sean Carter, a.k.a. Jay-Z. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Man. It's tough. I know because it's like. It's it's so many that I I just consider like yeah oh um black thought common common yeah okay so mine I'm gonna tell you mine off the top of my head right now it's it's gonna be no no particular order Rakim is on my Mount Rushmore of course. Of you're course. gonna have Biggie because when Biggie came out Biggie was so talented his life got cut short of course of Pac course. is on that list of course Eminem is on that list just because of based course. on um, his lyricist, mm-hmm. his wordplay, period. Mm, yes. And then for me, and this may sound funny, a lot of people don't understand, but I put Big Pun up there. Because, of course. And the reason I say Big Pun is a lot of people don't get, I mean, a lot of people give him love, but they don't understand. This man set the way for Spanish rappers. You know what I mean? He came out and he just lit everybody up. Of course. You know what I mean, his wordplay was is stupid. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, so, but... That's just the top five off the top of my head. There's a bunch yeah. more you can keep going. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah. ones, those, you know, and then X, I, I know my man X just passed. Man, rest in power. I can't yeah, believe man. that, so, man. But he's, he, he would normally be on that list as well because yeah. X came out in a time, man, where he, man, man, he hyped everybody up, man. Oh. He went hard with everything oh he did. Oh, my God. But he always had a message behind his music, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. So, he, you know, all that pain that he had growing up and yeah. he told stories about his childhood. Yeah. Like, Flesh in My Flesh, Blood in My Blood. It's one of my yeah. all-time favorite hits from yeah. him, period. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, it's a powerful thing. Yes. You know, and he told stories. And I think that's the problem with now. There's no stories being told in hip-hop anymore. You're right, man. You're absolutely right. And that's why I appreciate cats like Nas that still could make songs that there's still a story behind it. You know what I mean? Like, we can go back to old from, like, uh, I Gave You Power. You know what I'm saying? Um, on Illmatic, like, One Love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, to this day, my favorite song from Nas is The Ether. Period. <laughs> I, I just, to me... To me, ain't nothing topping that. What he did to Jay Z in that song is just to me. That's the all time greatest. This this song, this track of all time is is the ether. To me, that's just my opinion. Right, 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 that's right, right, opinion. right. No, I feel it though. Yeah, because he came for Jay Z's head with that one. Yeah, yeah, and then well, you know what? I I I can agree with you on that because of the fact that Nas only did one song. Right, right, but. Jay Z did a couple yeah. where he went even like below the belt on a few joints. It's like the takeover wasn't enough for him. He had to go above and beyond on some other tracks. It's just like, dang, man, like you still you couldn't just leave it off with takeover. I think I think Jay Z, I think he's he's to me he wouldn't be who he is unless 
when Biggie died, mm-hmm. that's when he took over. But if Biggie was still alive, Jay Z wouldn't be as where he is right now. This I I promise you. I, I can't debate that. I can't dispute. He that. would not be. He took over. He it, and it was it was fate or whatever you want to call it. But when mm-hmm. Big died, he filled that void. Yeah. He yeah. took over. He filled that void. But yeah. if Big was alive today, right. Jay Z wouldn't be with. He wouldn't be on the level that he is now. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't be on that same level that he is now. It's yeah. just that's just my opinion. You know yeah, I, mean? I mean, I can't I can't refute that. You know what I mean? Like Biggie did open doors. You know what I mean? For cats like Sean Carter to now all of a sudden just. But Sean Sean was rapping a long time though. He yeah, was, he was in a group I think it was called Hawaii Sophie Fan. Yeah, whatever it was. yeah, 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 yeah. I seen them videos. Original where, flavor. Original flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he was rocking the you know the African amulet. Yeah, and, you know had the Hawaiian shirt on and all yeah. that stuff, man. <laughs> that was the name of the song was Hawaiian Sophie. The, one of the name of the song was Hawaiian yep. Sophie Fan. Yeah, so I mean, it, listen, I'm a I'm a child of hip hop, man. I, I but I've adapted. I've listened to everything, man. I mm-hmm. grew up listening to Motown. You know, I, oh, grew up, yeah. I grew up listening to to music from the seventies, you know, eighties, nineties. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying to me, I, to me, I think rap started taking a turn in the late two thousands. Mm. You know what I mean? When it yeah. went from spitting, you know, a message to it just becoming about club bangers. Yeah, you know that's it. Money, but money. You have to give artists credit for adapting to that. Look at Flo Rida. He said he was like, you know what? He shut he the can, clubs down. He shut the clubs down. The dude became a multi-millionaire off club bangers. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. He was like, you know what? I'm going to work with what I got. Yeah. And smart. he made a success. He made a success smart. out of it. Very you smart. I mean? So a lot of these guys commercialized themselves to make the money. Because like you said, at the end of the day, it's about getting that bread. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> like, and, and then it, it also ties into like maturity. Like when you get older. You know what I mean? Like the stuff you used to be on when you was young and just like young having fun underneath the sun and all of that. Like you weren't thinking about it all, thinking about that. And now all of a sudden it's like, all right, you're getting older now, got kids, got a family. So now I got to really just put what I need to do in a much more organized perspective. And I have to capitalize off of it in the best way I know how to. So what are you working on right now that people can look out for coming out for you in the future here? Well, I don't have anything per se that I'm working on right now. I'm re- actually just more so in the process of actually ghostwriting for uh, one of my producers, Burner, because uh, he's you, coming out with something. You just said ghostwriting. Yeah, he wanted, but he dog. wanted me to. I know he wanted me to. Uh, you know, he wanted me to pin for him or whatnot, and, and come out with some. So it's like, but it's it's all love because he's not a he's not a uh, rapper anyway. Listen, you know but I mean? to to me, you know what? To me, ghostwriting thing is all overrated. Um, yeah, 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 at, yeah. If you look at artists all the time, see they look at rap game differently from R and B because if you look at R uh, and B or you know so. Beyonce don't write a lot of her music. Her no, music she don't. Giving her from somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't see the difference. Is it's it's a machismo thing when I think it's when yeah. it comes to rap. It's the pride thing. Right, I right, write right. my own lyrics. So what? If you to me you can it's there's a pride that you can take in that. But if you can rap somebody else's stuff, mm. sometimes what they write it may not sound good coming out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. So somebody else can take that and run that. with it. Yeah. You're still going to get credited for that. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're the one who wrote the song. Well, right. 
technically you might not because if you're a ghostwriter, they're not going to give you credit for right, it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> they'll say they'll say it was their own, you know what I mean? And then yeah. they will take credit for it at the end of the day. But yeah. at least you know when you hear that on the, on the radio, you'd be like, that was my joint. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's like, you know what? That's my creativity that he's like, you know, showing respect for just by putting it out there. And then if it's real, if he come back to you like, man, I appreciate you. You know who the, one of the biggest artists in the 80s was, right? And 90s before he died was Easy e Oh, yeah. That dude ain't writing none of his music. <laughs> that was all he MC Ren, That was all Ice MC Ren, yeah, Dre and all that. Yep. He ain't writing any of his music. Right. He, he wasn't... He, he really wasn't a lyricist. He wasn't a rapper like that. Yeah. He you know was a businessman. I looked at him as a businessman. Exactly. But he he got his... But nobody bagged him about not writing his own music. No. You get what I'm saying? Right. So things have changed. Yeah. What it used to be. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, now it's a pride thing that, that comes into play. But of listen, course. I enjoyed having this conversation, man. Yes, we, man. I, we can keep talking, man, yes. for hours when it comes to this thing. Yes. But look out for Jack Burton, man. He's making a comeback here. Uh, He'll be... Hopefully soon, he'll be back in the studio you know, uh, making some hits for everybody to listen to. So, yes. Jack, is there any social media outlets where people can follow you and your progress of you coming back into the fold, into the music? Well, um, like I said, you can um, check me on IG, uh, J-A-C-B-U-R-1-0. Um, you could check me out on, like I said, you could listen to my album on YouTube, Self-Awaited, um, Primerage.com. There's a lot of stuff being updated and posted. That's that's where you really want to go if you want any updates on what what I'm doing. Is primarage.com. You hear that, Definitely. folks? First hand, primarage.com is where yeah. you want to go mm-hmm. if you want to hear updates from Jack Burton. Yes. So I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, you know, I love the show. Love to all everybody. Yes, in the, thank whether you. you're a music artist, whether yes. you're you know, I'm an actor, whether you're a poet, doesn't make a difference. I appreciate You want to give man. an outlet to those people on this show. This is what we're about. And, I, and I, I've said it since day one. Mm-hmm. To me, celebrities are overdone. I want, <laughs> I want those cats who are still reaching for that, that brass talk. ring and who's tr- still trying to real go to talk. that next level. So I appreciate you stopping. I appreciate you, down, man. man. Definitely, man. I appreciate you. Have everybody tune in to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is dope. Like, this is amazing. Like, I, I really appreciate everything, man. You doing your thing, too. So, yeah. So, I appreciate folks tuning in to the Frankie Francisco podcast, and we will see you next episode. Everybody have a good night. See you later. Peace.